This topic may not be coming up at your Saturday afternoon barbecue, but it's one that you really need to get across if you want to get to the top of Google. Yep, today we're talking SEO and we're lifting the lid on what it really means for you and your business. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Tradies Business Show, episode 12. And I must say today, Warwick, I'm getting my geek on. <laughs> and I can actually see, Michaela, I think you're blushing a little bit. You've got a bit of a, a geek crush yes, on today's I guest, do. don't you? I have a little bit of an online crush <laughs> with today's guest. So today is um, actually one of those XEO experts, but probably someone that actually knows his shit and knows what he's doing. So, you mean there's an expert that does actually know their stuff? Yes, yes. Oh. So. Uh, today's guest is Jim Stewart. He's an SEO expert from Melbourne. Uh, his company is Stewart Media. And uh, I've been, must say, been following his videos for years now. He, he brings out a weekly video, which is a must watch for anyone that wants to, um, even if they have a little bit of knowledge of SEO or even, you know, the people that know it really need to uh, make sure they watch Jim. So I thought it'd be good to get Jim on and talk about uh, SEO. Now, don't fall asleep, guys. This is something you need to know. <laughs> Riveting stuff. Yes. So, uh, yeah, look, uh, welcome to the show, Jim. Thanks, Warwick. Thanks, Michaela. Very flattered, of course. Uh, Michaela, thank you for that lovely intro. <laughs> oh. You know, <clears throat> some people out there, Warwick, don't even know how to spell SEO. So, uh, <laughs> it, is, it is a very mystifying topic. And I think it does, uh, it does scare a lot of people because they don't really understand what it's all about. Um, can you tell us a bit more, Jim, about what is SEO and why should people actually tune in and stay on board with this episode? Yeah, and why they shouldn't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. um, look, it's basically the thing that has replaced your old paper directory. You know, when I was growing up, uh, I got on. I got online in about 1992, I guess. And prior to that, you know, my whole world was offline, like everybody else. And we used to use these things called paper directories. Uh, some of them were yellow that you would open up to go and find uh, a local supplier, a local tradie, anybody local. Um, as probably a lot of your audience would know, there's uh, it's probably been. Um, uh, diminishing returns from that sort of uh, promotion or advertising, and what's replaced it, of course, are the search engines. Mm -hmm. So SEO is is basically just a, an abbreviation for search engine optimization, and all it means is basically having your website uh, prepared in a way that you're going to turn up for relevant searches in Google. So this is going to get me to the front page. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, like um, people often say to me, um, you know, why am I on uh, page one? And, and the first thing, my first response to them is for for what? What do you mean, why aren't you on page one? You said, oh, when I, when I Google. I said, yeah, but what are you Googling? A lot of people don't even realize that um, for every phrase that people type into the search engine, um, Google has to go and find a whole bunch of pages with that phrase on them. Now, if your pages don't have that phrase on them, you're not going to be found. It's pretty so, simple, you know, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you would think that, you know, I've got clients that um, uh, want to rank for certain phrases um, and they might be pharmaceuticals or, or something like that, but they're not actually allowed to put the phrase anywhere on their website um, legally. 
And you know, they ask, why, why aren't I ranking for that? It's like, well, we can't use the words. How's Google meant to know that you, know, you want to rank for that? Yeah, yep. So what about, uh, say, a plumber? Because yeah. everyone's going to have the word plumbing or plumber or pipes or something on their website, aren't they? Yeah, typically. And, and the, the thing is, the, the, where I would start, if you're, a, if you're a tradie, the first thing that you know, I'd be asking you is how far do you want to travel? Um, yeah, what's what's the the radius of uh, of what you're prepared to travel, uh, and then from there you can start to to pair back. So there's some really some simple stuff that you can do on your site. So um, you'll see a lot of sites out there, and you'll hear that will have things like um, plumbers Melbourne twenty four hour emergency dot and, and someone's probably registered that. Um, <laughs> And you'll, you'll see a lot of sites like that and people go, oh, that's what I have to do. I have to do that thing. Uh, I have to get my, you know, that, that word plumber in Melbourne and stuff in my domain name, you know, bugger the, um, my, my actual company name. Um, that, that does work a little bit, but what Google's looking for is it's looking for a really relevant web page to show its users that type in a search phrase. So, for instance, if I'm going to type in roofing plumber, uh, Mornington Peninsula, uh, which I did actually quite recently. And uh, I, I actually didn't get many good local results. They're all sort of outside my area. They were, you know, they were, I got some from Melbourne. I got some from, um, you know, all over the place, all over the uh, – and, and it was like, ah, oh, this is this is a pain in the bum. Um, but the some people would say, well, that's Google being rubbish. It is to a certain extent, but – what it's more a symptom of is um, the plumbers in the area not having their website configured in such a way that they come up for a search when I, you know, when I type in Mornington Peninsula, you know, they're not there. And, uh, and that's simply because they haven't told Google, they haven't explained to Google clearly enough exactly where they are and what they want to turn up for. Yeah, so it's really important that they look at suburbs when in their what, what keywords or phrases are for their website. So if they're a plumber Brisbane, you know, also plumber Kapalabar or all those suburbs is, is important as well, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there, there used to be another technique too. Where you, you know, I saw one the other day. The guy was uh, does uh, TV antennas down here in Melbourne and he, um, he'd gone with other SEO companies and he had uh, basically a page on his website for every suburb that he covered, which is kind of an old trick that doesn't really work, didn't really work that well at the time. But, I mean, you should list somewhere on your site, say on the Contact Us page or something like that, the suburbs that you, you travel, that you cover, um, and you should mention them. But you should also, like, one of the big things that Google wants to do is send its users to... Uh, not only relevant sites, but good sites that users are going to have a good experience at. And they're, they're things like, you know, is your site fast? Um, does your site get updated regularly? So, you know, are things fresh? It's a virtual ghost town, you know. Where Google doesn't want to send its um, users to sites that haven't been updated in the last five years because chances are the information on them is out of date. So if Google doesn't get it right when it's sending its users to um, search results, then people are going to stop using Google. So what it's trying to do is, um, you know, make sure that 
um, people find good results that match their search. And just simple stuff, like if you've got um, – Google doesn't understand images. It doesn't understand what's in a, in a, a photograph, right? It, it can't tell you what's in that photograph. So you've got to tell Google what's in that photograph. You've got to say to Google um, this – you know, you've got to actually name the file instead of naming the file like a lot of web developers do, which is, you know, image1.jpg. You should be calling it something like roofing-plumber-brisbane.jpg or something like that. So Google knows, okay, and chances are, because of those words that the file is named, that that image is about a roofing plumber in Brisbane. That's right. And so whenever they're, you know, updating, just putting latest photos of their latest work portfolio stuff, it's simple stuff that they can be doing, even with the file names, that will make a difference. Yeah, have a think about it this way. If you've got a, um, a vision-impaired person coming across your website, they're using a, usually a piece of technology called a screen reader. Now, those screen readers have to, understand, have to be able to read everything that's on the screen. Now, think about if Google is pretty much the same, it's blind. It just scrapes stuff, right? So you need to tell and explain to, say, a vision-impaired person who's using one of these screen readers what that image is about. So how are you going to do it? You're going to do it in the file name and you're going to do it in a thing called uh, alt tag. So alt tags are the things that pop up when you put your mouse over a photograph or something like that. You'll see little words pop up that tell you about the image. And so what, what Google actually says to do, they say, oh, you know, you need to be descriptive about your, your file names and your, um, your, your URL names or, or your web address names and those sorts of things. What they actually mean by that is that you need to use your keywords in it. So your keywords or your key phrases more specifically are things that you think people are going to type in to find you. And, you know, the immediate reaction you get with some people is like, well, plumber, I want to be number one for plumber. Well, my response to that is always, well, no, you don't because, um, you know, the the time and effort and money that it's going to take you to get to number one for plumber uh, isn't going to be worth the return you get from that because everybody who just types in the word plumber isn't looking for you. Uh, that could be all over Australia, it could be all over Queensland, wherever it might be. You need to turn up for things that you want to be found for. So if you only specialise in roofing plumbing or you, you only specialise in dishwasher repairs or, or whatever it is, then you've got to get specific about those things. Now, it's the difference between someone looking for, say, uh, a digital camera or a Canon 60D DSLR with um, macro lens kit and tripod. That second search, the person who types in that Canon-related search, they've already made a decision about what they're going to buy. The first person who just types in digital camera is still looking. They're a long way away from making a decision. So, you know, if you're selling that digital camera, that Canon 60D, that's what you want to rank for because the, the person's more likely to buy. Mm-hmm. And that's... Uh that's something I think that mystifies a lot of people, Jim. And I have to say, mate, I'm I'm going to play uh, devil's advocate a little bit here, but I'm starting to get a bit of a headache, mate. I'm I'm feeling a little bit of pressure between my uh, ears, and it doesn't take much. But there's <laughs> lots of uh, technical stuff here, and it's sounding like a lot of work. So, is it actually hard to do all this stuff? I mean, is there is it just so much involved that? Your average tradie that's listening to this show is really just not going to have the time to do all this effectively? 
No, it, it, look, the the hard part is uh, is time, really, like most things. The um, the if you get your website set up properly in the beginning, like technically this stuff, if you ask a web developer, they'll go, ah, it's easy. The trouble is they don't know which thing to do first, so they don't know which order to do it, and and they don't know you know when they should be doing it, and they typically they they bugger it up. So what we always tell people is get a good solid site built well uh, first by whoever's building it. Make sure that it's fast, all those sorts of things. That can all be left up to the person who's building your site. On an ongoing basis, though, it's up to you as the as the business owner to get involved with that site. Think of it. Um, as a, uh, a shop front, you know, if you're a if you're a, you know running a hardware store or something, and you've got a front front store window, um, you want to change the window every now and again to keep people interested. Well, the same applies to your website. Yeah, you, know, you want to you want to change things up a bit every now and again so people keep coming back and having a look and see what you've got to say. And one of the easiest ways to do that is with a blog. And what we always say to people, you know, a blog is just a, a fancy a fancy word for being able to update your site easily, really, uh, through a typically a, a personal voice. So the the easy part is um, getting all the site ready because someone else is doing that for you typically. Uh, but on an ongoing basis, you as the business owner just need to have a strategy about you know what, I'm, I'm going to contribute to to this site and I'm going to update it. But every time you update it, think about what you want to rank for. A lot of people don't think about that. They think about, uh, you know, they try to be clever. Um, you don't have to be. you just got to think about what are the things you want people to keep coming back for um, and just use those words when you're right, that's all. Or, you know, find someone else to write it for you and tell them, you know, can you make sure you use these words Excuse me. So, you know, use don't if you're going to say plumber, don't just say plumber. Say roofing plumber because that's what I do. Yeah, and so as well as that, a lot of um, clients I work with go now. What's this Google Places? This Google Local, which is now called Google My Business, and <laughs> and I want to have that this little way. red tag on the map when you search. So yeah. I know Google has some great tools that are easy to use, um, <laughs> but it has been confusing over the last few years because they keep renaming and. <sighs> changing it and I know this is a minefield but uh, quickly explain um, what Google My Business is and the, and the benefits because it is something that any business owner can do it they don't need to to know websites or anything like that and it costs them nothing that's right? the beauty so, of it yeah and you've got to be there I mean that's what happened to me uh, when I was looking for a roofing plumber locally no one was coming up in Google My Business so it's, it's the thing that you say it, it, it's that little red um, teardrop thing that comes up on the maps. It's where you get those um, that those listings at the top of the page, where you've got uh, local businesses with addresses. Typically, they're all around you when you do the Google Google search. So Google wants to show you not only relevant results, it wants to show you results that are close to you. So for certain searches, it's going to show local businesses above everything else. So it's a way to get above everybody else. Easily, and it doesn't really rely on your website. It relies on this thing called Google My Business. And you're right; it has been as confusing as hell for all of us uh, in the industry over the last few years. It's been insane. Jim, is there? And, sorry, mate. Is there a secret way that I can go and bounce a mate of mine who's also in the same industry as me, but he's actually he's no longer doing this anymore. He's gone and taken a job with a client. Is there yeah. a way I can get, remove him from Google Places because it drives me nuts seeing his name there when he doesn't even do this anymore? 
yeah, it probably is. You can probably report it, say the business is closed. <laughs> no, you can. You can actually do that. Now, I've had I've had that happen to some clients where a competitor's gone in and said, oh, this business is no longer exists. Um, and um, yeah, Google's a bit flaky like that, where sometimes it pays attention to those sorts of things, and other times it doesn't. But mm. um, I, I think the best thing you can do is go and speak to your mate and say, "Hey, do you want to change your phone number to my phone number on that listing?" <laughs> I'll cut a deal with him. It's probably a better way to do it. So, yeah. so really, having a website without paying attention to SEO and um, some of the things that you've already talked about is literally like having a shop with no signage on it. A shop with no signage it may as well be a you know a, a brick bunker if you if with you're not no doing windows it. Windows and doors, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's um, uh, SEO is basically for what we call search engine optimization, or you'll often hear it called um, uh, Google organic traffic. You know, to separate it out from the paid stuff that you can get from Google, mm-hmm. um, it's usually and it should be uh, the biggest driver of traffic to your website. So, you know, for instance, if, um, you know, we used to always say, oh, you can't be left out of the yellow pages, you've got to be in the yellow pages. Well, people don't seem to say that much anymore, um, but you do need to be found in Google. Mm. You really, really need to be found in Google because, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you an example. I had, um, uh, and it's not just in your own website, right? It's the Google My Business stuff, but it's about getting online generally, just spending a little bit of time online in areas on the web that um, you might be interested in. So it doesn't have to be just work. It could be other stuff, could be hobbies, could be whatever. But you get online, you start contributing, you start talking to people in forums and those sorts of things. And I'm not just talking Facebook and Twitter and social media and all that other stuff. I'm talking, you know, just your your old style, um, um, you know, home improvement type forums where people are asking questions about, you know, do-it-yourselfers. And you say, well, what do I want to bloody do-it-yourselfer for? They're doing it themselves. They're not going to be my customer. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's the attitude that um, I had about eight or nine years ago when I started thinking about telling people how to do SEO. I'm thinking, well, why why do I want to tell them how to do SEO and give this stuff away for free if they're not going to become my customer. The reason that you do it is because you become the authority uh, in your in your topic. So, for instance, uh, I've moved to a, a rural property uh, down the Mornington Peninsula down here and uh, I found a snake uh, the other week. And so I went, went inside, Googled it, and I was Googling snakes in the area. Anyway, I found this bloke on a forum uh, and the, the message he posted was about, I don't know, five years ago or something. But he was a snake catcher and he was based down here. And so then I Googled his name and then I found his website and then I found his Facebook page and I saw he had a YouTube channel. And all of a sudden, yeah, I want to hire this guy. This is the guy I need to get out here because he's he's active. He's doing this stuff. I can see the stuff he's doing on YouTube. Uh, he looks like he really knows his shit. So I'm, I'm going to get him out. And I got him out here. Um, anyway, 150 bucks later. Didn't catch the snake, but Jesus, nice bloke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome, and and that uh, sorry, Michaela, that really is a huge part of it as well. Jim is is you talked about positioning yourself as the expert, um, <clears throat> having that weight of evidence there for you to go and do some research on somebody that they don't even know you're doing, and then make a decision that you know what I want to use this guy. Exactly. Who are you going to choose? You're going to choose the guy who everyone else is talking to and talking about. You can see and see the stuff. Or you're going to choose the guy that. Um, you know, had a website built in, you know, 
in the post World War Two era, and you can't work out, uh, you know, if the phone number still works. You're going to go for the for the people that are active and seem to know what they're doing. So um, that's why it's so important. And if you're not doing it, your competitor is. So yeah, and one area I see that tradies are really missing out on is YouTube. I mean, with oh, smartphones yeah. today, you know, if they turn up to a job, they're seeing shoddy workmanship or do a quick how-to video. They can mm-hmm. put it straight up to YouTube, put a few keywords or phrases in it. And, you know, Google owns YouTube, so it's going to rank it. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's the second biggest search engine after Google is YouTube. That's where all the searches go. Like at Blitzers, uh, you might remember there used to be one called Yahoo and another one called Bing. (laughs) I mean, YouTube just blitzes both of those for search volume. And and take this, um, like I do it once a week and I, I make it a point to actually, it's in my calendar, everybody at work knows that, you know, Jim on a on a Tuesday night and a Wednesday morning, he's doing his video and his blog post. So that's it. There's no meetings. But this guy who came out the spy cat, the spy catcher, the snake catcher guy. Um, <laughs> he came job. out. He, that's right. He came out with his um, with his wife to to the job, and she was she was holding the camera. She just brings the camera everywhere they go. So every job they go to, they're taking some video and they're putting it up to YouTube that night, then posting it on Facebook. That's awesome. Um, and it's free. Great. It's free. Yeah, it's you all know, free. This is people they can do. It costs them nothing. They don't need to be a, a web guy, you know, to do it. it mm-hmm. And they're on site all day. With yeah, and, and here's the thing about video. If it's rubbish, guess what? You don't have to publish it. That's right. Yeah. You know, it's like, but if you don't, if you don't capture it, you definitely can't publish it. And it doesn't have to be perfect either, does it? No. Oh, God, no. I mean, that's the thing. People are, are so relaxed about, you know, watching what we call um, a casual video on YouTube now from business. I mean, you know, I wouldn't go and – I've seen <laughs> – I had one client and uh, he is a plumber and someone got him – I don't know how much he paid, but he someone uh, convinced him to, to do a little YouTube series of videos and they're all set um, of him sitting behind his desk in an office uh, to, uh, reading something off a script to camera. It was just horrible. It was just like, oh, this is <laughs> – no, this is, a, this is a train wreck, this thing. Because it was just as – it was as boring as hell and it wasn't him. Yeah. You know, how many plumbers do you see sit behind the desk? I mean, you know, it's like that's, that's a great point too, Jim. Is uh, whatever medium people are using, whether it's blogging or YouTube, is people want to get to know the person or the business. So they they really want to get to know the people behind the business, don't they? Yeah, you've got to be real. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, he would have been much better off just having someone at work follow me around to it in the next job and say, oh, you know, we've got this. Uh, Got the uh, a septic backed up here. I'm going to have to call in a tank, a pump. Uh, we're going to stick a camera down the pipe and yep. uh, water balls up. You know, just be honest. Just be yeah. yourself. You can always edit it later. You know what I mean? You can always take out if you're swearing throughout the whole thing. You think, ah, oh, that's probably not going to make it onto YouTube. <laughs> you can edit, you can edit all that stuff out later. Just be yourself. Yep. So one other thing I know, I think it's a real secret weapon that businesses aren't using is Google oh, reviews. Can I just? Yep. Of, sorry, just make an exception. Don't be yourself if you're a di- normally a dickhead. Though. Don't do <laughs> and we won't edit that bit out either, Jim. Yeah. And no cracks. 
That's right. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just touching on um, Google reviews, which I think is a real secret weapon that people just aren't realising the power of it. So if you want to quickly explain what that is and, and how whether you've seen any case studies really um, come from it, because I have one customer, he's a mechanic, and he his ranking's gone up, and the only thing he's done is got Google reviews. So that's what he's, he's putting it down to. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we haven't seen any anything where you could say, oh, more reviews equals a higher ranking. Um, but it, it does equal certainly more traffic to your site and it does equal uh, more phone calls to your business um, because you're getting good reviews. And similarly, if you get a bad review on Google, and these are all t- attached to the Google My Business thing, and you can see them, you know, if you just do a search, say, for plumber wherever you are now, you'll probably see some of these reviews come up. And typically they'll have a bunch of yellow stars next to them. And uh, the, the thing to do is that even if you get a bad review, jump on board and, um, and address it and uh, don't, don't bury it. Don't get into a fight with the person. <laughs> I've seen that happen too. Um, I mean, you know, if you've been in business long enough, you're going to get some bad reviews somewhere along the line because people are more likely to give you a bad review than they are a good review. It's just human nature. Um, so you mean I shouldn't but, jump on there and start uh, a slanging match? <laughs> no, nah, don't start slanging that's, people. That's a bad you know. idea? Yeah, not good. The horrible it's, thing it's is, be, I, th- yeah. I think we've all seen it, haven't we, Jim? People actually doing oh, that. Yeah, it's... it's um, and, you know, one of the things that, um, that companies like us do is a thing called online reputation management, which is a fancy term for um, burying the evidence, basically. Um, <laughs> but, burying but, the bodies. But burying them pretty much, getting it onto page two because uh, no one's going to find a dead body on page two <laughs> of Google search results, that's for sure. Um, the uh, And one of the things that um, people think they're doing is that they'll go and think they're helping. They'll go and inflame the situation uh and they'll go and have an argument with the person, but all that does is bump it up to the top of the search results because it's fresh content. So, yeah, um, yeah, you, you've got to be in, in for Google reviews. Um, I reckon it's a really good idea if you've got a happy customer and you've got an iPad with you, or they've got an iPad or something. You say, hey, Jordan, can you leave us a, a Google review right now? It's a little bit difficult for a lot of people if they don't understand what uh, having a Google account means, but it's certainly more prolific now um, with Google sort of giving a big push to Gmail and, and YouTube and, and all these other sorts of things that a lot of people out there now have um, Google accounts. So that's And that's all you need to, to leave a review on someone's site. Yep. And so um, I guess we're just going to touch on briefly this thing called Penguin and Panda and, and what mm-hmm. I know some of our clients have experienced that all of a sudden they're on page one and then they wake up and the next day they're not even mm-hmm. on page four. Um, mm-hmm. So if you just want to quickly talk about what that is and how it's impacted people and yeah. I guess it comes down to some of the biggest mistakes that you see people make. Yeah. Well, the first one that we had uh, the the update called Google Penguin, and basically what Google was trying to do with that is um, get rid of a lot of spam out of the search results. And these are were sites that were basically gaming Google or, or tricking Google using um, different tricks. And the most um, popular one was uh, getting um, 
uh, or buying backlinks from from other sites because that's one of the things that Google looks at. It looks at what are, what are the other sites that are linking to your site and how many are there um, and what's the quality of those sites. So, for instance, if you if you were to get a link for from uh, the Courier Mail or the Sydney Morning Herald or the Age or whatever. Um, that's much more valuable than it is getting a link from a site like yours or mine. Um, and Google will say, well, that must be a vote from from that site. So what a lot of businesses did is they went out and bought backlinks. So in order to stamp that out, uh, Google regularly updates um, uh, the criteria for ranking. And the Penguin update, the first one came out a couple of years ago and just smashed so many businesses where they just disappeared out of search results. Typically, it will happen if, if for one of two reasons in, in a business situation. Uh, one, the company has hired um, a really cheap SEO outfit. Uh, and the second reason it will happen is if the company has hired a really cheap SEO outfit. And because it's a really cheap and easy thing to do to outsource the whole thing to India or Pakistan or Philippines or somewhere like that, um, and they just go out and put all these backlinks out there. Google does an update, bang, you get smashed and you get punished and uh, it's hard to come back from. That's Google Penguin. With Google Panda, that was all about quality. So what Google was trying to do was um, eliminate low-quality search results. So low-quality would be things like your site's really slow or your site's really confusing Um or the uh, the site has got a lot of um, duplication in it, so you've got the same page available at all these different addresses within the site, uh, and that's a regular one that goes on all the time. So, and that that's basically, I think the last one of those we had was about six weeks ago. The Google Panda and the Google Penguin uh, was about October, tw- yeah, about October twenty. Google Penguin. This year, so so really, there is a fair bit involved, and in, in the same way you probably wouldn't want to do your own dentistry at home. Um, it's a good idea to get an expert uh, like yourself to help mm-hmm. with SEO. Um, how do we go about picking a good SEO person from uh, some of those that you described that are maybe buying those dodgy backlinks and that sort of stuff? And the and yeah. you know the million SEO service emails that our guys are getting every day. How how do you know the fair dinkum ones? I don't respond to any spam. Number one. Um, so, for instance, I mean that's just a rule I've always had when I've been online. You know, if you're spamming me, especially for something like um, SEO, it's like well. If you were emailing me about email marketing, maybe, but, you know. Uh, you're an SEO or, guy. You're not going to want to talk to an SEO company. No, it's, but it's, it's like I get the email. I get, I get the SEO spam. I get people emailing me saying, hey, we'll do your SEO for you. Uh, Have you ever been tempted to try them out, Jim, to see how they go? Well, actually, Census did bring me up, and they wanted to do our <laughs> SEO and our um, pay-per-click advertising. And I even got to the point of making an appointment for them to come out and see us. I said, yeah, okay, that'd be great. Thanks. Uh, they never turned up. You know, the <laughs> they finally tweaked. Yeah, that's right. The rep got in his car and went, oh, hang on a second. <laughs> um, but um, the way to choose it is find out uh, another business that has used them, preferably in your city, um, because then that enables you to maybe contact them, find out what the experience was like, have a look at the site, see if they actually rank for stuff. 
um, that you think that they should rank for? Uh, that's not 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 hard to check. Um, and, and so that's what I would do. In you know, you'll get some people that will you know you might get some people that are really happy, uh, but they don't know <laughs> that they're about to be smashed by Google at the next update because the um, the SEO has done some really really dodgy backlinks. Yep. I would only go. Um, uh, look, there's firms out there that will charge like 50 bucks a month for SEO. Now, you've got to ask yourself as a business, what can anyone possibly do for $50? I can't even, I can't even get someone to make a cup of tea for that office. It's, like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, you live too so, far away, mate. That's your trouble. Yeah, that's right. The, um, yeah, so the, the ask um, for references, um, if there's other businesses you can talk to, look for testimonials from the company. I wouldn't go overseas. I'd stay local. Um, it's going to be more expensive doing it that way, but at least you know who you're dealing with then. Um, if you get someone really local, uh, then you can go and knock on their door as well and say, uh, how's things? What's happening? What's going on? Um, and make sure that you know it's a plan beyond you – know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, uh, we want to rank you for 10 key phrases. Well, that, that once again, that's old school. It's like what you want to look for is someone that can possibly hold your hand a bit through that process and say, you know what, you need to be creating content. And if they're not telling you that, that you need to be creating content, um, you probably should look for, for a business that does because that's what it's all about. Um, and it's just you know getting all the other ducks in a row that's going to help you rank and then you get the content and that's going to keep you ranking. The other thing is, um, I guess, to consider too is, you know, with these local companies, are they also servicing someone in the same industry as you? So, yeah, you know, you don't necessarily want to go with someone that's also working with your competitors and trying to rank them for number one as well. So I guess that's another consideration. Yeah, I mean, like we've got uh, different uh, lawyers that we work with, um, for instance, for ranking for SEO. Um, but they're in different cities or they're in different categories. They're selling different um, services, you know. Um, we don't have anyone that would be a direct competitor to each other. They're all just sort of slightly different. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, if uh, if they're servicing a plumber just down the road or a tradie just down the road from you and you know they're a real competitor and they're doing exactly the same jobs, um Probably not a good idea because they can access the data, unless it's a really, really big company um, because then, you know, the chances are the same people won't be working on the same accounts. Yep. So I guess what's uh, – get your crystal ball out. And what do you think um, the priorities will be in 2015? I think, I think there's going to – yeah, I, I think um, 2015, you know, mobile's big. Uh, it's getting bigger. It's 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 just it's the thing that keeps it keeps doubling every year almost. Um, make sure that you site, and I think Google's going to start. It hasn't really started to reward businesses that are mobile um, capable or the websites are mobile capable, um, but it will. And I think that's probably that's probably the next big thing that's going to happen with Google. They're going to really start to uh, push the mobile side of things and push uh, sites up that. Uh, are giving users a really good mobile experience. So for next year, if you're not if you're not mobile, I mean, you think about it as a tradie too. You know, um, your customers are typically going to be calling you from a mobile phone. Well, how have they found you? 
Um, you know, if they're out by the by the uh, the front tap where the the mains is just you know sprung a leak, they're probably going to ring you straight away. So what are they going to do? They're going to Google first on their mobile phone. So if your site's easy easier to to uh, navigate, they're probably going to call you. Um, the other thing is um, what we call social proof, which is basically just other people talking about you. Are, they, is, are people saying good things about you? So that's why I say you've got to be, you've got to get um, uh, on on other areas, not just your own website. You're forever trying to bring people back to your website, but don't uh, uh, exclude. You don't have to be on everything. Like you know, if you're a tradie, you probably don't have to be you know all over LinkedIn. Um, but you might want to be on Instagram. You might want to be on Facebook. Um, you know, so there's there's different uh, areas that you want to play in. But certainly uh, next year, I think we'll start to see Google re- rewarding more of that social proof kind of stuff because the whole um, backlinking thing, which is the thing that used to be the the deciding factor, um, is is still getting gamed a bit too much. It's interesting you say about Instagram because I've been saying that for a while now and I thought if there's any social network that tradies will use and like, it's Instagram and there's a lot of them mm. not on it yet. And I think wow. now that that Facebook owns it, that uh, they're mad if they're not to because it's all about just sharing an image just quickly from their phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's easy to use and I love it. I think in the next 12 months it's really going to be great for this industry. Well, I, I agree. Look, I, I don't use Instagram. I've got an account. I don't use it though because I'm, I'm on a whole bunch of other platforms. And for me, um, we're not a really visual medium. Uh, but we do Facebook, we do Twitter, uh, we do YouTube. They're our main ones. Uh, but I think for anything that is, uh, I think it's ideal for traders because they go into so many different sites and you get to see so many different things. You can, like for instance, uh, we had our, when we moved into the property we're in now, we had our um, uh, water tanks cleaned out and the guy who cleaned them out. Um, Found a uh, a possum uh, in one of the pipes, and he goes and he held up, said, "Yep, found your problem." I mean, that would have made a great Instagram shot. <laughs> yeah, and, ag- and again, no cracks, boys. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. But um, yeah, the uh, yeah Instagram are going to be great. Yeah, all the different um, stuff that people say, and once again, uh, it it's a, about you becoming that authority because you're the guy publishing all that stuff. Yep. Well, look, I think we've covered a heaps today and uh, I think we've given our guys a, a lot of information to take away. Warwick, are you, are you awake? Hello. Oh, sorry. I was just uh, <laughs> I was taking a few Panadol. Uh, no, that's awesome. And it is, um, as I said at the top, it's something that I think mystifies but also scares a lot of people, this whole SEO thing, and, and therefore they just really avoid it uh, and neglect it. And it's really, really critical not to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's just getting that, that basic stuff right first and then have a think about, okay, commit to I'm going to publish one blog post a week at least. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to commit to it. And, and, and even if it's it, – look, the first, as you know, Michaela, it, you know, the first month might be painful trying to – you know, but you get into a rhythm. You, 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 after a while, it starts to become easier and easier and easier. And there's plenty of other people out there that will do it for you if you tell them what to write about and yes, give them I, a few photos that you're taking on the job. I know a good company that does that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that's one big thing that with our virtual marketing team, they do all that kind of stuff for our guys and, and all the, the SEO stuff as well just to help them keep their 
websites fresh and updated. Mm, exactly. So there's definitely help out there. So, Jim, thanks so much for your time today. How can people find out more about you? Yeah, just uh, head over to stuartmedia.com.au. That's S-T-E-D-S. I can't even spell. S-T-E-W-A-R-T media.com.au. Or check us out on uh, YouTube if you just type in uh, Jim Boot into, into Google. J-I-M-B-O-O-T, uh, you'll find all my Twitter handles, my YouTube account, and uh, you'll probably find Facebook as well. So, Jim, uh, you've got a special offer for our listeners today. How can uh, you help them out? Yeah, so for a lot of people, they don't know where to start. So we've got a, a product that we offer a lot of clients that want to dip their toe in the water, aren't really sure uh, about the whole thing. And it's basically it's a, what we call it an SEO site audit. So we have our team go through the site and make a list of everything that needs to be fixed for them to to rank, um, and it's basically the the thing that will you you'll, you'll get some good uh, if you go and fix everything that's in the audit report, you'll get a good bump um, from doing that in the Google search results. Um, it's not going to be a, a long term fix, but it's going to be something certainly that will get you started on in, in the right direction. So that's two hundred ninety five bucks. And um, yeah, we we only we only get to do about fifteen of those a month um, because of uh, capacity. Um, but uh, it's a good little product, and if people decide to come on board with us for a longer campaign, we take that off the cost of the campaign because it's the work that we do at the start of the campaign, every campaign. Cool, excellent. So to find out more about that, just go to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash twelve, and we'll have all the details there. Again, thanks. thanks I think again. we've we've done heaps today, so thanks a lot for your time. Awesome. Cheers, no worries. Thanks, Hans. Okay, so really quick wrap-up. That's a bit of a longer episode, as we said, but uh, number one thing for me is just get your SEO sorted. Don't shortcut it. Don't don't ignore it. That's it. it. I mean, the other thing is just keeping your website up to date and fresh content, and uh, if you can't do it, you know, get some help. Awesome. Until next time, bye for now. Bye. You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com. Yep, we're talking SEO and demystifying and lifting the lid, you moron. (laughs) 